0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: This is what you look forward to so much, and kind of gets your, your blood boiling a little bit. Oh,
2: Jalen Brown! Devastating the Celtics put that on the snow. Unincredited <laughs> yeah, yeah. wow. wow. to everybody for the Bucs.
1: Incredible performance today. To really one, the am is we're not going to have a loss one game, especially habit. not game one. Gotta game.
3: Use it, we got to create spacing for each other, and we got to get it moving. Long three-pointer. That's good. Two teams cross.
2: Haymakers at each other here in the fourth. Moran, the drive. Get to the paint, Left-handed. Added to the foul. Moran. In, fires, in, and the you
1: know we have the weight of like our championship pedigree on our shoulders in terms of trying to get back to that stage, but you can't rush the journey that we're
4: on. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank.
5: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. So if yesterday was a sign of how the conference semifinals are going to play out, then sign me up. We have Giannis doing Giannis things in Boston and missed chance at the buzzer in Memphis. That's where we're going to start today's show. NBA champion Richard Jefferson and his coffee mug joining us now. So, Richard, what was your biggest takeaway from Game 1 in Memphis?
4: My biggest takeaway is that the Golden State Warriors can win a road game with their most important player, out at halftime. That's how good they are. That's their balance attack. When you're able to weather any type of storm, especially on the road, and they were able to come together and pull together a win, why? Because of that championship DNA that they were talking about, Malika.
5: Championship DNA, and they're hoping that they can use that to win another championship. Let's go. Thank you so much,
4: Richard. I'll be here. I'll be be right here. More
5: from you later in the show and more on the Warriors and Grizzlies, including Draymond Green getting ejected. How much of a role did his reputation play in that flagrant two? But... Before we get there, we need to talk today about the Bucks and the Celtics. Who do better to do it with than you? Two-time WNB. Let's champion. do it. So what was your biggest takeaway from this game? Well,
6: the Celtics really have to flip the script really quick because this is a contrast in styles. Playing against the Nets, it's two talented players that you're going up against. Versus the Bucs, I mean, they're a squad. They're a team. And Giannis, he had 12 assists. So they make sure that everyone is involved. And I think the physicality affected them as well. This is a completely different
5: series you're seeing here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then, then Series 1 for the Celtics, this is a whole new squad. We're going to have more on the Bucks and the Celtics, including Miss Agumake. Giannis being weird, but those are his words. That's not mine. We have some sound that you need to hear. That's coming up. But, but before we get to yesterday's games more, we do have two more Game 1s on the schedule tonight. 76ers versus the Heat, Mavs versus the Sun. So, big perk. I always love your tweets after the game, but I want to look into the future. What do you have in drafts right now? Give me a prediction and then carry on.
7: Now, hold on, Malika. First of all, look, I'm handling my Twitter, okay. And then <laughs> second of all, look, if I tell the world, if I tell the world about what I'm going to tweet post game, then what's the point of tweeting, all right? But look, I will give you this inside information. Tonight, I'm going to be tweeting about James Harden and the beautiful performance he's going to put, do- put on down there in Miami. And also, Doc Rivers. He's going to out-coach Eric Sposher, and I can't wait to put it in their face.
5: Oh, those are some bold predictions. I happen to know that Richard Jefferson may or may not have written something that you tweeted yesterday. Thank you so much, Perk. More from you later on the show. But for more <laughs> on the 76ers and Heat, I want to do a little reporter's roundtable here. So, joined by senior insider agent. During Wojnarowski and senior writer Ramona Shelburne. And, Woj, you reported yesterday that Joel <laughs> indeed, he didn't travel to Miami for Game 1 and Game 2. What is going, it's going to take to get him cleared to play in Game 3?
8: Well, he's going to meet with the doctors again on Wednesday uh, once the Philly is back uh, from Miami off that trip. Two things really have to happen here. One, he's got a clear concussion protocol. He has a mild concussion. You know, he's had symptoms, and so he's got to clear through that. And then that orbital fracture in his face, certainly he'll get fitted for a mask this week. And he's got to get cleared by the doctors that he can go play with it. Certainly there's a pain tolerance there. He's already playing with a torn ligament in his right thumb. And so right now uh, it's either game three on Friday or game four on Sunday where, you know, if you're Philly, you hope, you know, if if it's game four on Sunday that you've won a game in here somewhere that you're not talking about trying to bring him back if they're down 3-0. Uh, but we'll know more, I think, on Wednesday, Thursday, about whether Game 3 or Game 4 uh, is a possibility. There was some optimism uh, that it could very well be the case that he could be back. but there are still hurdles to clear this week for Joel Embiid.
5: And important that he comes back for the Sixers team. Ramona, I know you're incredibly close with Joel. You talk to him often. How's he feeling about being out for these first two games?
9: Yeah, I mean, he was feeling a little bit better over the weekend. Obviously, there's the, there's two issues, as is well. We there's the concussion and there's the orbital fracture. The orbital fracture, that is the bone below your eye. That's mm-hmm. like a fighter's injury, okay? And the concussion, though, he's still experiencing symptoms from that. And when you go through – the protocols, like they kind of get you up and moving around, but his his he wasn't as sensitive to light, um, which is one of the concussion symptoms that you have. Right. So, he's, so the eye is not as, in as much danger as it was before, so potentially maybe he doesn't have to wear goggles when he comes back, just maybe a mask. Okay. Which is, that was a problem last time, the goggles fog up as you play. Anybody who wears glasses knows that can be a problem. Um, but the orbital fracture is something that you have to just wait and see how the inflammation, the healing is going. Sure. And then with the concussion, there's still some dizziness going on, and so that's just as you go through the process, you have to take it step by step. You do one thing, you do some light cardio, see how you respond. You do then you maybe you shoot a basketball, see how you respond. And so these are the hurdles that he has to clear, and so I think his main message was, I just need my guys to give us, give me a chance to come back. So that's the Sixers side of things. Yep. Let's go to the Heat, Woj, because we know
5: that they advanced past the Hawks in five games. They finished the series, though, without Kyle Lowry, without Jimmy Butler. What's their prognosis for tonight?
8: Yeah, Jimmy Butler's in. Kyle Lowry is out. Jimmy Butler's had several days to rest that right knee. He missed game five, the clincher on Tuesday, uh, against Atlanta. So he's had almost uh, a, a full week here to Uh, rest that knee he's back and now the hamstring with Kyle Lowry I think you'll see them take this game to game and certainly building a lead in the series and building a cushion. I think it gives Miami more of an opportunity uh, to get that hamstring fully healed before they have to bring Kyle Lowry back.
5: Well, Jermona, thank you so much. This is the first game of two tonight. And with no Embiid and Lowry, all eyes are going to be on James Harden. Because remember, for Harden, this is a big game. The Sixers are outscoring opponents by nearly 16 points per 100 possessions when Harden and Embiid are sharing the court. Thank you would rank first in the NBA. However, when it's just Harden on the floor without Joel, Philly's net reigning is minus 10.2. That would be the worst mark in the NBA. So for more on Harden's impact tonight, hey, Richard, Cheney what you got?
4: Oh, I got a little something for you. What My sister here, Cheney she's going to break down how James Harden needs to attack because really it's going to need to be James Harden and then James Harden and then more James yeah, Harden. Yeah, and then James Harden and yeah, some yeah. more. And yeah. if you think
6: about it, like first, roll the tape. I mean, this is Houston James Harden. This is the one I grew up on. I'm h the the seven one three and everyone says he needs to be more aggressive. You remember a couple weeks ago Joel said it Doc Rivers said it Ooh. now you need to get back in this bag without Joel we need to see 30 pieces we need to see 40 pieces but also we need a little bit of that finish at the basket that physicality that's what we loved about James. Mm-hmm. People were so mad about his game because it seemed like he cheated it per se because he knew how to draw fouls. He knew how to get that step back when everyone was still working on the footwork. So those are the good things that James Harden brings that he will need to bring back I'll add this RJ it's very important that that Brooklyn James shows up as well because his ability to distribute the ball is super crucial he has to get everyone going Maxi Tobias Harris included for them to have a shot because right now Miami they're one of the best if not the best postseason defense out there
4: yeah no I agree it's between them and Boston but I will say this. Miami defense. They problem. They have they a problem. Now watch this defense. We're going to point out Trey Young. Now, look, we understand that James Harden is bigger, but James Harden has lost a step. I'm not saying that the stats are saying that Ooh. and watch this watch this down the line. Bam No. and when I say bam, I'm like bam, bam. That's like who, literally like, bam, literally bam <laughs> and then again, all league defender and Jimmy Butler. Now this is where he's going to have to get separation. I know Trey Young is smaller and you saw the fits that they call James Harden has to get more more separation, but also he's got to knock down his three. If the more, the better you shoot your three, the quicker you become, because people have to get closer to you. But even Trey Young, a good three-point shooter, look at how close From they can the get. Center. Look at Ooh, it. He's he got nowhere to go. We got nowhere to go, and Bam's hyped oh, yeah. up. So I'm just letting you guys know right now that this is going to be an absolute problem of a series. It's not going to be easy, Malika. It Malik. is
5: not, and they're going to need Tyrese Maxey. They're going to need James Harden, and even still, without Joel Embiid, it is going to be tough for the 76ers. Still to mm-hmm. come, though, on NBA Today. Richard, I hear yes. you're debuting a new segment. I'm showing up oh, to Ladies work. and go. gentlemen, Giannis's physicality is going to be a problem for the Celtics, and let's see how many nicknames I can get in here. Lethal Weapon 3, Pool Party, Fast fight Five, whatever it the case ain't no pool be. party. Who is motion? the most important entity <laughs> yeah. in that group for the Warriors to win it all? Plus, it's a star-studded showdown in the desert. Make no mistake, Devin Booker and Luka Doncic, they can get buckets. Keep it locked on NBA Today to find out who is
0: responsible
4: for stopping Ooh. them. That's a terrible job. Who well, have you got to be responsible for stopping them?
0: Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup
4: NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. See how we can make a difference. And in part by Arby's. Arby's, we have the meats. And FTX, not an expert in crypto, you don't need to be.
5: Welcome back to NBA Today presented by PNC Bank. Let's get to Draymond Green. So remember late in the second quarter, Draymond, he comes down hard with his right hand across the face of Brandon Clark. And then you can see he grabs his jersey with his left hand. It looked like Clark was maybe falling to the floor there. The referees called that a flagrant two. And Draymond was ejected. Richard, what did you see there?
4: Look, I understand it. I understand it. Right? Like, that that's too much. It looks like Draymond was trying to hold on to him. But it just, it's just tough. That, that's tough by the rule. Here we go.
5: Well, exactly. By the rule, the pool report, and just to, to explain, a pool report is when a reporter goes and chats with the official. In this case, it was the cruise chief, Kane Fitzgerald. He said why the, there's a couple of things he got ejected. The first part was the windup and significant contact to the face, and then the pull down from the jersey. So first is the contact with the face, then the pull down with the jersey. Draymond Green, he put out what he dubbed an emergency episode of his podcast after the game reacting to the ejection.
10: The, the playoffs are a little tougher and not as soft as the regular season, you know? And that, um, <clears throat> you know, you can, you can bump a little more and you get away with a little more, you know? Like, I think tonight uh, was probably a reputation, a reputation thing more so than um, a hard foul. By definition, if we go through the definition of a flagrant two foul, I'm not sure that that play would quite be the definition of a flagrant foul. I'm not sure it would meet that criteria. All
5: right so before we go any further I just want to explain why that call was so important. Remember if a player accumulates four flagrant points during the postseason that triggers an automatic one game suspension. So two, a flagrant two, that's two points already for Draymond, a flagrant one would be one point if he gets two more flagrant ones or one flagrant two out for a game. So after they serve the suspension, a player's point total, remember, it doesn't go to zero. So with that as the backdrop, Perk, do you think that was a flagrant two that was warranted?
7: Hell yeah, it was. <laughs> Look, you can't slap a you can't you can't slap a guy in the face and then pull him down by the jersey. Look, it was a flagrant two, and it was a message. And, and Draymond Green happened to be the example that had to be set because guess what? If you let that slide, then all of a sudden guys around the league is gonna think it's okay to foul guys by pulling them down from their jersey, and it's not. Now, thank God, nothing happened to Brandon Clark. And he didn't hurt himself, but doing having that type of foul. Like, that could have ended way worse. Like, he really could have hurt himself. So, absolutely, it was a flagrant two.
6: Completely agree, Big Perk. And so, we're starting our week perfectly uh, because it's the combination of the two. You could, you. Get, you could get you. Good for good for us. Good for everybody. Good for you, boo-boo. Uh, <laughs> the contact to the face already could get you a flagrant two based on the intent. Now, the jersey, being a non-basketball play, could also get you a flagrant because that was just unnecessary. And it's very rare. Normally, you see jersey tugs when someone beats someone on a pick-and-roll and you're trying to hold them back. This is a very dangerous scenario where you're jumping in the middle of the air and then you're getting yanked potentially by your neck because that's where the jersey tug is happening. So yeah, this was a flagrant two. I think Draymond is like, oh, the physicality, people target me because I'm a physical guy. No, on this play, you smack someone on the face and then you grab somebody's jersey. That warrants completely a flagrant two. And you don't want to set a precedent Mm. that you get a pass because of you being quote unquote physical versus if it was anybody else, we all know that this probably wouldn't even be that big of a conversation.
4: Go ahead, Pert.
7: And, and, and Draymond think he's slick, right? He hurry up and went did the podcast so <laughs> that he pod. wouldn't probably get fined. Like, yeah, because I, I used to do that. Like, if you be remorseful or you try to defend yourself or justify why you did it, then the league don't come down as hard on you or they might not find you or they might – Say you know what? We just gonna leave it at a flagrant two, and that's it. You know, let it. But like he thought he was slick with that part. He made
4: made his money back on the pot. He made his money back on the the pot already.
7: By
6: the way, Malika, we're you know you're fortunate (laughs) that you're in a situation where Jaws' layup didn't go in, right? Because we'd be thinking about what that play put you in position when it comes
4: to
5: the playoffs and job made the final shot. Be I, am I the different. only one who's uh, I thought it was a little bit of a soft flagrant two, to be honest with you. It,
4: it the, the flagrant two here Ooh. was no no I understand the flagrant two here is more about the potential of what could happen exactly because if you drag a player down like that in midair that's sure. not safe Draymond mid-air by won. the Jersey. Yeah, yeah but but like it went from
5: a drag to a the catch, hole to a catch he, but, like but, not letting him fall. But It's
4: the start of that motion like you're not going to be able to catch everyone. You're not going to be able to do that. And for, for when you look at this team, sometimes what can happen is that all of a sudden tempers flare. You do that, then guys start pushing, then all of a sudden something escalates. So a lot of times they will do it to keep control. That was an unnecessary play. You would not want that done to you sure. and you shouldn't be doing it to other people.
5: But it's unnecessary and excessive is mm. what a flagrant two is versus just unnecessary. Uh, Steph Curry is speaking as we speak to reporters about this. Here's him at
4: Shootaround creating Draymond's flagrant from a two to a one. Um, just does that surprise you? Just your thoughts on that? It's shocking.
1: Um I don't know what the explanation was. I really nothing really matter in terms of how we feel about it, but um good thing about what we do and hopefully what Draymond can do is just put it behind him. Continue to be himself, play his game, impact the game like he knows how to do. Um, but it's obviously
2: not shocking. Along those lines, just do you feel he has to be more careful now with the two points that the limits for for a suspension, and just just how that may impact things moving forward. Unfortunately,
1: Virginia? yeah, he's got to be mindful of that because he's in that situation. Um, only he can kind of tell you what that means for him and the way he approaches the game. But like I said, I just want him to be himself and uh, make the plays he knows he's capable of making, impact the game, be physical, be demonstrative, be Draymond that we expect, but um, hopefully not get in a situation where interpretation of rules or the way somebody might see it can go against him.
8: I'm sure Draymond will speak to this later, but on his podcast he said his – pretty sure his reputation is what is leading this. Other players have chimed in. That's his reputation getting these things. Do you think that's what it is? So that's just they're reading into other things he's done in the past or has thought that he did in the past?
1: I think uh, it's where human nature comes in, where obviously if you've watched him play, you know how demonstrative he is. he is, situations that he's found himself in in the past. Like there's no way you can't clear that out of your mind, right or wrong. I think it's wrong in terms of like that, you know, situation yesterday where we'll never know. But if somebody else does that exact same foul, is it a one, is it a two, whatever it is. So that's the mind games you can kind of just play with yourself. And definitely is a, to us and to me, a situation where it's because it's him, because of just the way that he plays the game can influence the way you read a call. Um, that's the unfortunate part, but what you going to do about
4: it? Um, Steph, right here. Right.
1: So how do you guys deal with it when, you know, you don't want to let that to be the focus of, you know, the way things go or to affect your play, but how, how do you guys deal with it when you say, oh, here goes Draymond again, or, or it's just, well, alright, let's just take that and go on? Even that question is kind of crazy. Like, it's, we're just playing basketball, and he's just playing basketball, and like we have to deal with what happens in the game and that's what we did last night. We responded and you can see that that was why there's a lot of emotion because of how the game went and that, you know, particular call, but we don't have to deal with anything. We just play basketball and we do it together and everybody brings something different, including Draymond, that helps us win games. So we don't want anybody to have to change their approach, um, you know, based on anything. So that'll be the test for, for him individually. Moving forward and for us as a team.
5: Uh, All right, so that was Steph Curry who is speaking to reporters at Shootaround this morning about Draymond Green's flagrant two ejection. As we were just talking about Richard flagrant two, that means he has two more points before he's suspended. And again, if for some reason he is suspended, if he were to get another flagrant foul after he serves at suspension, automatically suspend it again. It does not go back down to zero. But one interesting thing that I heard Steph say, Richard, was about how Draymond may need to be more mindful and potentially even adjust his game. And we've talked so much about how Draymond is such a, a spark plug for this team. What concerns you about that?
4: It, it, it concerns me for a couple of reasons. One, teams are going to be trying to ask for this at any point in time. You want any advantage. Now, it's not just what happens in this game. It can be put Post reviews, for example, Chris Paul got a a flagrant foul for a kick in the Pelican series after the game was over in the infamous uh, game four that Draymond got suspended for in the 2016, that hat came after the game. So even if Draymond gets through a complete game and teams are sending in views, this should have been a flagrant. This should have been a flagrant. Now, all of a sudden, their entire team feels this because say what you want, the Draymond flagrant situation has cost them a champion before. It has, and every team knows this, and that's going to be something that they're going to try and project. That's going to be something that they're going to be paying attention to, not just the Warriors, but other teams.
6: And I think when Steph mentioned, you know, being mindful of the situation that might be provoked by his opponents, right, the Grizzlies in this instance, what he really means is that Draymond, we all know, he's a guy that wears his heart on his sleeve. He's very emotional, and sometimes that gets the best out of you Mm -hmm. in certain moments, like we just saw. But I don't think we're going to see a departure of him being physical. It just is more like, let's make sure that these plays like we're just seeing right now on the screen are not happening and those are choices that you make when you're your mind there's we call it you know coaches call it game slippage and that happens occasionally you know you don't shoot the ball well sometimes you foul too hard that's game slippage I don't think Draymond's gonna be anybody but Draymond but he has to know he can't take the bait because people are gonna definitely start baiting him the rest of the series Kendrick
7: yeah, I agree. But as a guy that went through this and got suspended a lot and led the 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 Thank playoffs you and technical fouls yeah, yeah, yeah. after year after year. Safe you are mindful, and look, Draymond, Draymond is no dummy, right? Like, he has a high IQ, so he knows what he's doing, and he knows what to do and what not to do. The only problem that I have with the Warriors are, uh, why are they trying to act like they're the victims here? Like, they're not the victims. Draymond Green committed a flagrant foul, too. See, and this is when it goes back to the point when Marcus Smart dove, for the loose ball and Mm. and Steve Kerr Mm. had a a panic attack Mm. and he was so frustrated on the sideline Mm. claiming that Marcus Smart did it on purpose. But all of a sudden you get to this moment and all of a sudden they want to cry wolf. Talk to a Perk! Talk to him, Perk! Yeah, because because nobody wants to hold nobody wants to hold Golden State accountable. Nobody. Nobody wants to hold him accountable.
6: Also, Also, we all know that Draymond is one of the realists on and off the floor. Agreed. So us talking about him, he's co-signing our 100 percent thoughts and opinions. Oh, but he you're knows. Right. He, I and mean, also, no one who knows. And better. also, the Warriors won the game, so not victims again.
4: Like you're, you you're right again. Perth. Look, Draymond. Look. Dream, look. Marcus Smarts dives after a basketball and does a basketball play, and they're upset, understandably so. I don't want anything wrong with Steph. But on the flip side, you pull a guy going up for a layup, and they're like, well, poor Tremont. I really did
5: think poor it was going to be a flagrant one until the length of the review, and yeah. then it was like, all right, this <laughs> the is what they're going for, and this yeah. is going to be a flagrant two. And then the way that Ooh. he exited the court with all of that fanfare, I mean, that I certainly hyped up the Warriors. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, is that Woo. how you say it, Richard? Yeah, that's how we say it. We got it. a new segment for you. Ooh.
3: Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
4: You're watching NBA Today,
7: presented
2: by PNC Bank. This is gonna be a competitive series. It's gonna be a tough series. Gotta to give them credit. They really came out and said the tone.
10: I'm coming in.
2: They had a chip on their shoulder that came in with an edge. They were locked in. They punched us in the mouth. It's a reason why they were champs last
4: year.
6: Yeah, wow. coming in hot, coming in hot. Everybody for the Bucs. Physically and mental toughness, incredible performance.
5: The Bucks have been dominating the paint this postseason on both sides of the floor. They've been dominant. They're averaging over 44 points in the paint while allowing just a little over 30. They have the best differential in the nba richard
4: oh yes ladies and gentlemen we're going to work on something a little bit more aggressive for this graphic look at the light look at everything Giannis antetokounmpo he is different now we watched the boston celtics literally punk the nets with physicality with bully ball but as my boy zach randolph once said where he's from bullies get bullied and what happens when the most physical team goes against one of the most physical players well ladies and gentlemen. Let's take a look. Let's break this down.
1: First of all, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. I I thrive through physicality. Like I like I love feeling beat up after games. I don't know why. You know, my family think I'm a, I'm a weirdo. But uh, you're not weird. Like you just when the game you know finishes, I just kind of look at my body. If I don't feel yeah. like I'm like beat up or like you know mm-hmm. I was physical enough, or <laughs> they were physical to me, I feel like I didn't give everything for my team.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, so look, we're going to show a little theme of my guy because you know why? You want people that embrace physicality, that look for physicality. And for the Boston Celtics, watch this. See, look, Al Horford's going to give him space because he's not really a three-point threat. But what does he do? He eats that space. The two biggest guys, Time Lord Al Horford. Watch this. They put him in a tough spot. And what does Giannis do? He can handle all that physicality. And it's not about bullying through the physicality. It's forcing people to help that allow for open shots for your team teammates and they knock down the shot then again here what do we got Jason Tatum this ain't KD bro like and I understand that KD's a monster but there. this guy this guy watch this oh get off me little fella oh here we go give me some more here oh look get out of here and oh, then what does no. he do what does he do he goes against the next biggest guy on the floor eat that and one that's what he can do. He can take physicality and create for himself, but he can also take physicality and create for others. That's the difference between Giannis. And the last thing I'll say, they have a great team. This is a great team, and the way they are playing is going to be a big issue if the if the Boston Celtics can't learn to contain that monster. And they were missing an all-star.
5: And
6: they can't muscle up.
5: Right? They can't <laughs> muscle up, man. That's a problem. So physicality was the theme of game one. So let's get physical. Perk, you were both a physical player and a Celtics, so you are the perfect person to start with here. What is sticking with you from that game that we're now a day removed from?
7: Uh, Drew Holiday. I got to mm. go with Drew Holiday. You know why? Because when I look at Drew Holiday, think about last year. When Giannis was out, Drew Holiday stepped his game up, and all of a sudden him and Chris Middleton became a dangerous duo last postseason. All of a sudden Chris Middleton goes out. Now he drops 25-10 game one and becomes a dangerous duo with Giannis Atacupo. We already know what he's bringing on the defensive side of things, but the other thing that stood out to me is that I think it's very, very clear that Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best basketball player in the world. Like, to go 9 for 25 and still have a triple-double and impose his will the way that he did, his dominance, and we still sitting up here talking about how great of a game he played when we know we could have saw better, it speaks volumes on how he has taken over that throne.
5: Perk, I know you had some thoughts on Jason Tatum's pregame outfit.
7: Oh, don't do that. Oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Look, here's the thing. I like, I like when, I like when guys are confident. And listen, Jace T came in. He swagged up. He got I'm his in. shades on. But you have. Yeah, but you have to you have to remember, Giannis walking in majority of the time he got his sweatsuit on and ah. those black Air Force Ones. <laughs> and we all know how it is in the hood when somebody pulling up with the black Air Force Bex. Ones. With they want all the smoke. Mm-hmm. So. And
5: he gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> with creases. Thanks.
4: Shoes tied tight, real tight.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard Run Run the other way. way. Go right to turn? that octave. You're Are right you turn? okay? Yeah, the,
4: the Black Air Force Ones with Run creases the other way. tied real tight. That's not. Uh, uh, they're not giving you no deal either. They're not oh. giving you no deal. The price no. is the price.
5: Right, Giannis has said before that he, he's he got a little something, something. He just doesn't bring it out on game day. What day does he bring there it out? Day. You know, maybe the all-star dunk contest when he's watching <laughs> right. with his little phone. We, we, we have a five-day-a-week show. Okay. So we can make. Did you know that? You don't show up five days a week. So we can Facts. make predictions and we have takes on the league. I'm curious, Richard. Did what happened yesterday change any of your thoughts on how this series is going to play out?
4: No. I, I, in the beginning, I thought that the Bucks were going to have to shoot the ball extremely well from three, especially without Chris Middleton, because you don't have that other playmaker. So a lot of it is going to be Drew and Giannis handling that physicality. Where he handled the physicality, didn't really shoot the ball particularly well, but you can see how that still allowed for open shots for his teammates. So if they can shoot between 38 and 42, that gives them a chance to win. But I do believe Boston's going to Play exponentially better as this series goes on.
6: Malika, it did change for me, honestly. You know, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about is Giannis the best player in the world? And I was like, let me see what happens when KD gets out there, see if the Lakers make the postseason. What? I know, but I'm Why? just we're saying. We're not allowed no. to mention them anymore. Okay, I know, I'm sorry, but I'm just trying to say, like, best player in the world. You're talking about LeBron, you're talking about KD, they you're talking about coach. these up and coming.
4: I do know who the coach I
6: think right now, I'm willing to say, you know, <laughs> as Perk said, he's not only, Giannis Antetokounmpo is not only the most dominant player, but he is the best player based on how he plays given the circumstance that we're seeing without Chris Middleton. And so me, I'm always going back but based on the gameplay and also facts and also feel. And at this point, and period, going up against a Celtics team who had their rhythm, had the best defense, you're missing your other all-star, your running mate, and you still find a way to win when you're not necessarily as effective shooting the ball. You get 12 assists and you have a triple double. And a lot of people don't talk about Giannis Antetokounmpo and his handle. He grabs the ball, he's got a tight handle, he's now making all the necessary reads. He's the best player in the world. And now we're seeing it in real time. Now, uh, I think before I uh, said it was Celtics in, I think, five or six. I think I said it on NBA did? Countdown. I think it's going to be a seven-game series, and in, in the basketball world will be happy for it. I won't tell you who's going to win, though. You Never ain't. bet against the champs. That's, oh, the, no, rule. We, That's we,
7: the rule. That's see. see. I I am. I'm still I still got the Celtics in seven. Cause you work. For I got the you Celtics are, you in seven. Work I'm for bro- the Celtics people. No, I, know green, that has, right? I, I work for ESPN. I know it has nothing to do it. <laughs> I'm so unbiased. I'm the most unbiased person on this panel. Listen, here's the thing. When it comes down to the Boston Celtics, Jason <laughs> okay. Tatum and Jaylen Brown, they will bounce back. Hold on, look. We know that RJ is not gonna say nothing about the Nets. We know Malika is Cap. not gonna say nothing about her Golden State Bo- Bay Area squad. She gonna ride with We're them. Talking so about we, the know Bucks and the Celtics. we know what it what is. We know what it is. What are you
5: talking about? I you know, but y'all, y'all s- I'm,
7: saying, I'm, saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, but y'all say, y'all yeah, do it. I agree with Richard's you. Richard's
4: looking
5: like Giannis <laughs> walking into a game.
4: This how Giannis walking in. Giannis ain't swagged out. Y'all walking in. Ready to
5: work. Yeah. Here's what I learned in yesterday's game. Chris Middleton, where I was interested is the non Giannis minutes on the floor. And is Bobby Portis for real? Is this Grayson Allen play going to stick? Is he going to continue to shoot the three the ball the way that he has been? Pat Connaughton hasn't been as uh, lethal as he has been in past series, but he was still holding it down. Those minutes, to me, prove that these are the champs and the Celtics are going to have a tough time with them. But coming up on NBA Today... We're going to go to the West for the Mavs and the Suns. So Luca. what's at stake for Luka Doncic <laughs> as he takes center stage in the desert?
4: Luka. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a heck of a problem.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
5: Welcome back to NBA Today. Here's Draymond Green speaking to reporters just
8: moments ago. One no uh, disappointment. What was the emotion when you were I also that? said if you need
10: if you're looking for a dummy or an idiot, look no further than Draymond Green. <laughs> so my expectations are usually off. It's okay. We won the game.
8: So uh, how are you feeling you know,
10: picked on at this point no. or you- I play basketball for a living. I have an incredible family, incredible life. I'm not picked on. There's other people that's picked on. I'm no victim. I'm good money. I told you all on my podcast. I, that's My reputation is a badge of honor. Not everybody can earn that reputation. So, life goes on. Trayvon. what was your
1: message to the team when they
10: came in? Go take the game. The, the what we what we're trying to do the mission don't change next guy up go take the game simple been together for, Steph and I have been together for 10 years, and Clay. Coach Curry, we've been together for eight. Same guy. Is that something you to be of, though, like going forward? Like- I'm never going to change the way I play basketball. It's gotten me this far. It's gotten me three championships, four All-Stars, Defensive Player of the Year. Not going to change now.
8: Draymond, um, Steve, talk about the point system that they have for accumulating flagrants. Does There's that a lot of
10: things, Steve, in this league that are probably old and outdated and doesn't make sense and people are too lazy to go change them. That's probably one of them. I, can, I, can, I got a laundry list of them to give to you. I don't know if we have the time today. But I got a laundry list of things that are probably old, i.e. players can't invest in a company that, a, that an owner is leading the investment in. There's a laundry list of things that are old and they worked in the 60s and it probably don't work today, but people are too lazy to go change them.
8: That's what it is for now. Um, does that potentially take some bite out of the way you play? And- Absolutely
10: not, because if I take the bite out of, out of the way I play, then we go home early and, and the points don't matter anyway. So...
5: Two things that stood out to me. I'm no victim, and it's a badge of honor, his reputation. What stood out to you, Cheney? Honestly,
6: I just like how he started by saying he's blessed. like He gets to play basketball. He gets to get, play the game that he's loved. It's given him a lot. And he's not stressed and he's not going to change. So that's Draymond Green. You got
5: it all in just about two minutes. Gordon Richard, that's kind of what you were saying is that if Draymond changes, then that's
4: not good for the Warriors. No, I had the pleasure of, of having Draymond as a rookie. And when oh. he started doing all <laughs> of this stuff, I was like, Draymond, don't change anything you play. They're going to pay you a lot of money for this intensity. Now he understands. He might act like he's not going to change, but Draymond is aware. The Warriors are aware. So That's the part that that is curious, but I'm glad he said he's not a victim. Because as Perk said in the segment before, the Warriors were very upset about Marcus Smart doing certain stuff that led to a a Steph injury, and understandably so. But in this moment here, you can't play the, oh, I can't believe this happened, and I'm glad Draymond said it. Perk, what's your reaction?
7: Uh, Accountability. You know what? I love it when NBA players step up there and say, you know what? This is what I signed up for. Part far as the ejection far as, you know, bad guys criticizing him for what he done whether it was, you know, they agreed with him or not. But I just love the accountability part. Like, he's like, man, there's people in the world that really have real problems. Like, this is basketball. This is the NBA. I have a great life at the end of the day. Look, I gotta move on.
5: That's what it's about, mm. Ramona. What's your take on what he said about the league, about some of these rules and his estimation being antiquated?
9: Some things that get a, that happened mm. in the '60s that, that the leader can't get away. I love that when you. I mean, he's an old school player, right? And I love when guys call back to the, what used to be allowed and what used to be going on in the league because you know it's a way to say to the league. Hey, the league's gone soft, and I, that, I like that that look from Draymond because it's not saying. I'm going to change. It's saying the league has changed. Yeah. Ramona, thank you so much. Let's put a pin in that for
5: now and go to the other game in the West. Ooh.
7: The on a and it's over. The Suns
4: They're a good team. They're playing really well. They're going to be very prepared. We just got to be ready for whatever.
8: you ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Don't you? I, can't I can't go with me.
4: have to play our best basketball to beat them.
1: It's not anything that we haven't seen. We just like Someone's going to favor us or, have, or give us a chance in this series. Find a way to win. It's
4: going to be really tough the crowd
8: gets them going. And that's, that's how arena can get. Let's get started.
5: Welcome in Anscape's Mark Spears. Mark, you had a great piece up on Anscape about Devin Booker wanting his respect. And Booker surprised a lot of NBA fans and, and frankly, the officials by returning to the lineup for Game 6 against the Pelicans after severing a hamstring injury just nine days prior. So what's the Suns' level of confidence for their series against the Mavs with Devin Booker nearing full strength?
2: Well, he actually wanted to play in Game 5, and they held him out. He said this morning that his hamstring feels great. Uh, he got a lot around-the-clock treatment since Thursday, and he's ready to go. So DeAndre Ayton told me he's like, "Man, a healthy book is a scary book." And I think he averaged like 40 against the Mavs. It uh, wasn't quite that. He averaged 23 against uh, the Mavs in the regular season. And uh, but if respect is what he's looking for, and, and he's, the Suns deservedly feel like he's not getting that. You're getting to play against (laughs) Luka. You're getting to defend Luka. So if there's one way that a guy that led the Suns to 64 wins and led him in scoring to get the respect that he deserves is to get the better of Luka in the second-round matchup.
5: In this piece, you you referenced a perceived lack of respect for Booker. Does Phoenix feel like they're getting the respect a defending conference champion deserves?
2: No. (laughs) Not in the least. I mean, you could put a uh, book on that list, Coach Williams, James Jones, Chris Paul. He's too focused. He's, you know, eating vegan food. He's not so much worried about that. Um, but, yeah, we don't we don't even have a... It's so unnoted to me, ESPN doesn't even have anybody that covers the Suns on a regular basis. And they just went to the West Finals. i like, hey, that's a bigger problem than me. But I'm going to read you this book quote that he told me. He said, winning a championship is something... I want more than anything in life. I dreamed about the finals as a kid, Mm. but now it's reality and I have to make it happen. And if the Suns make it happen, They'll get all the respect that they deserve.
5: Absolutely, Mark. An image that sticks in my mind is Devin Booker walking out of Pfizer Forum last year. His eyes were toward the ground, and you could just tell he wanted to be back on that stage as soon as possible with a different result. For much more on Mark's reporting on Devin Booker, please head over to Anscape.com. I'm still here, though, with Ramona Shelburne. And, Ramona, we've talked a lot about Luca. What are the Mavs expecting from him on this enormous stage,
9: the biggest that he's been on in his career? It's the biggest stage for him, and I think the big question in this series is how do the Suns, defend Luca. Do you put Mikel Bridges on there second in Defensive Player of the yeah. Year vote? But the Suns like to switch everything, and so there's going to be some fun chess pieces that move around on this on, in this series, because if you put Bridges on him, sure. then they hunt for the switch. It reminds me a bit of last year when the Clippers were playing against the Mavs in the first round. They had Kawhi Leonard. You don't bring out Kawhi early on because you need him for the rest of the game. The Clippers would switch, and then finally Kawhi would switch. By the end of the series, Kawhi was on him.
5: By the end of the series, you got to have your best defender on him. Yep. Somehow, some way, Ramona, we still have more to come on yep. NBA Today, including the top of the top from the first round of the playoffs. The plays are so good. These actually missed the cut.
3: Get off me. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. shopify.com slash network
5: this is the wmba's 26th season and saturday tip-off weekend continues with reigning mvp john quall jones leads the suns versus sabrina unescu in the liberty our coverage begins at six eastern so three pacific Sorry, but really to. I'm, re- I'm gonna be tuning in for today welcome so back far. to nba today with the second round of the playoffs in full swing you know we had to throw it back to the top of the top first round edition so first up Whoa. top Fist bump. This went under the radar because Devin Booker-, oh, Booker ended up exiting this game. Love this one. But after he hits this shot. Little
4: kid. So take cute. a look at the little baby
5: bump. baby bump. Look at that. I love it. A little baby punch. bump.
4: Oh yeah. That oh, I love the, the matching outfit with pops too. Okay. And, oh, I didn't even notice okay, that. Okay got the supreme. I
5: see you. Okay baby Balenciaga. Next we take top revenge. Yes. Who could forget Kawhi Leonard's game winning shot. To uh, win true. Well uh, Embiid got his revenge. We're going to uh, see that coming up. I know. We had to see it again. I'm sorry, Joelle. But then this happened, and it was happy, and it was good. Oh, get him
4: them back. Oh, yes. Get him back. Sit him all. Oh, Sit the There will be no, surfed, there will be no tears in Toronto, baby. I
5: like that alliteration. <laughs> yes, All right, you. next we have top play first Tyrese Maxey.
4: I mean, driving Whoa. through the lane. Oh, hey. don't show it to him and take it away. That. No, no, ah. no. With the left, never had that in my game. Okay, say it properly, know. Malika. I'm just dunking it. Filet.
2: Filet. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, oh, that was a little
5: bit of pool party filet. <laughs> pool party. Okay. swelling at the pool party. filleting at the pool party. Yeah. I love it. Don't run by
4: the pools, Reverse. kids. <laughs> That's don't my run by the pool. One, no. Don't do that.
5: All right, we're going to have some more NBA Today coming up in 60 seconds.
4: NBA today is presented by PNC Bank
7: see how we can make a difference and we all Back. know how it is in the hood when somebody pulling up with the black out force they want all the smoke
4: mm-hmm. so and he
5: gave it to them. <laughs> with creases Thanks.
4: Shoes tied tight. Real tight.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never
4: heard Port Run the, the other way. Go to
5: that octave. Young Are turn. you okay? <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was the highest octave I ever heard. Big I Kirk didn't yet. know you could get up there. He has a red falsetto. The best part about well. it is there was like a half second delay. He was like, <laughs> Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> So y'all cut me off
7: for an extra 30 seconds for this? Yeah, yeah. To laugh at you. To laugh in at
5: you, your are, face. You, are you wearing we laugh air your right now, Per?
4: <laughs> yes. Yeah, he is. He looks like, "Give the them extra nope. crease
5: for tomorrow if that's gonna help you."
4: Yeah, and I just want to make one quick announcement, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh no. Malika has joined TikTok. Shut up. Hey, no, you hey, come
5: hey, over
9: hey,
4: to the hey,
6: dark hey, side. We're all getting here on the dark side. Kanye's on there. Perk is on there. The whole on TikTok.
9: No, Welcome to
5: NFL Live major breaking news to begin the show. And for that, we go to Adam Schefter. What do we need to know, Adam?